Hey guys, welcome, welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Shoot the Breeze with Alexandria Marie. And as you know, I am your host, Alexandria Marie. So my guest today was my very first guest about a year ago when I started this podcast. She is fabulous. She's definitely an epitome of what wonder woman means and what wonder woman embodies she is the creative director of we are jersey magazine she is a serial entrepreneur and she's added something else to her belt i'm talking about this woman can't stop won't stop and that's just how we gotta be right now you know especially in these times this covid pandemic i keep telling you guys add 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 to your stream of income okay entrepreneurship is where it's at no one is telling you to give up your day job but so many of us have a side hustle that we can actually make very lucrative if we just put a little bit of elbow grease into it so without further ado i want you guys to help me get back on the show again the amazing the fabulous b papino so for people that don't know who you are she is the CEO and creative director of We Are Jersey Magazine. She's also a serial entrepreneur. And now she added a new um, title, real estate, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so if you weren't here for the episode um, last year, um, Brie, why don't you tell us a little bit, a a quick synopsis about um, We Are Jersey Magazine for our listeners that really don't know who you are. Yeah, um, we help, well, we help spotlight as well as help businesses, entrepreneurs, artists with marketing, branding, and, you know, developing deeper into who or what their goals are and what they're trying to be. Okay, good. And you also won an award last year, right? Yeah, um, we won for New Jersey's um, Black-owned businesses. Um, we won Best in Entertainment. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, how was your Thanksgiving? Since Thanksgiving was yesterday. Um, it was good. I went away with my boyfriend. So, you know, we just chilled. You know, had a little getaway from home. We're still doing a little bit of work, of course, but, you know, it was relaxing still. Good, good. That's good to hear. With all the things you got under your belt, you you deserve some, you know, relaxation. Yeah, once in a blue moon. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Well, since you haven't been on um, for a year and I've, you know, we've been following each other on Instagram and everything, but you don't really post much about how you're dealing with um, the pandemic. So how has the pandemic shifted things for you? Um, it's made me 
not only well, it probably I would say reiterates in my life that I feel like, you know, you have to bet on yourself. So, you know, people who are um, very accustomed to a system and having a boss, you know, now is the time for everybody to boss up and, you know, show and tell. And, you know, so me, I've been trying to get more, um, I would say, designations in real estate. So I recently got my commercial real estate designation. I haven't been licensed for a year, so it's not something I anticipated. But during COVID, you know, I had the ability to get that, you know, and start working with commercial deals. So, um you know, instead of holding yourself back, you just got to bet on yourself and, you know, do what you have to do. So it wasn't really a break for me. Right. It just made me go harder at what I do. So that's on a um, personal level. How about on a business level? How has the pandemic really affected you and your businesses? Well, for my businesses, um, for my magazine, I mean, I already had everything digital, you know, so you know, it just made us busier with it because now people couldn't see each other in person. So they're trying to find a way to reach people, you know? Um, so I'd say my team has expanded as well as been busier than they originally had anticipated. Because, <laughs> um, you know, some of my team still works regular jobs too, but now they're making an extra a ch extra check, you know what I mean? Like, cause now they're so busy doing extra work with us. So, um, the pandemic allowed my business to expand in ways that I didn't imagine, but as well as we were already digital. Now it's like, we're reaching a different audience, uh, quicker than, um, than usual because our team expanded really more so. That's good. So I hear you wrote an ebook. Yes, I have two. Um, oh, you have two. Wow. Oh, look at that. Look at that guy. She has to say, so you see, she's been putting in that work. It's been a year. And let me see. She's already got two ebook out since um, she's been on here. You, you have two different real estate licenses, correct? You have your commercial and I don't know anything about real estate, but I know there's a difference between commercial and residential, correct? Yes, your license can do commercial or residential, but most people don't do commercial unless they actually learn commercial. So I got a commercial designation from NAREB. So um, Michael, Tom uh, Michael Thomas gave out designations for everybody, you know, and um, that class was not easy. <laughs> I this is why she's back on for this wonder woman series you she is bossing up you guys she is leveling up continuously so why don't you tell us a little bit about the book and where our listeners can purchase it or the books, actually, the ebooks, and where our listeners can purchase. Them. So, um, for my ebooks, um, my first one with um, real estate was for first-time home buyers. Um, a lot of people don't know how the process goes, you know, for buying a home. So, one, I give my clients that book so that they know what they're about to go through. Also, at, in addition to them knowing um, how how they can prepare on their end, you know. Um, I give that on my website. It's on www.papinoproperties.com. And um, you can catch it on my blog, you know, and get a discount. <laughs> so that's the first one. And the second one is um, the artist marketing book. It's for music artists to have some tips of how they can market themselves. 
differently. Um, that was actually given away um, through my last issue, which features Reggie Cruz. So you can find that on wearejerseyent.com. Okay. So for people that are interested in um, buying homes, what are the first three steps that they should do when going about buying a home? Well, definitely look at your finances. You need to know how much you already pay for expenses already. Because, you know, you, of course, you need to make sure you can afford it. That's definitely, you know, number one. Um, two, I feel like this is kind of a given, but you need to have proof of income. Um, legitimate proof of income, stable. Um, I would say that's definitely number two. And for number three, you need to know what's important. A need versus a want more so for where you want to go and where you want to live. That that will very make it very much more easier to like to know whether you're going to be open or you're not going to be open and what you have to do and what you can't can do, you know. Right. So congrats on the real estate license, you know. Definitely. Congrats on that. I love, I love seeing um, people make moves, but even more so, I love seeing women of color make moves, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, because being of color, <laughs> it's not only challenging, right? Mm -hmm. Being of color in the U.S. is very complex. Yeah. And the things that we've been through centuries, you know, oppression, enduring uh, society's racist and sexual treatment. Mm -hmm. I just love seeing women of color act. And the time for us to act and the time for Black women is now. Mm -hmm. So again, congrats on all the things you've been doing. Uh, I'm just like in awe. You know, this is, of course, but this is what it's about, you know, taking that time and and you guys heard her you know her business because it's digital it actually expanded so she still found the time to pursue her dreams and aspirations okay that's what i want a lot of you young ladies that are listening and not just young ladies like any of us that count ourselves out because we have this excuse of I don't have enough time. It's not that you don't have enough time. It's you're not making enough time. You're not carving enough time out for yourself. If this is something you really want, because when she was on here before, she was already bossing up. B was already bossing up. You know, I follow her. I see the things that she's doing, you know, magazines. She also has like um, this clothing line thing. Um, she also had... You still do that um, that crystal CBD business, right? Or oh yeah, we don't do that anymore. But um, I know you don't do that anymore. I, I aspire for that very much, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, that's that's another good thing, though. That's you saw something that you wanted, and you still went after it. It failed, but you learned from mm -hmm. it, right? So that's that's a good thing. Still, mm -hmm. failure is not being unsuccessful to me failure is moving towards success yes. you know what mm -hmm. i mean 
but that's that's amazing still. So talk us through the process of obtaining a real estate license. Right? Yes. Um, real estate license in New Jersey specifically, because every state is different. Um, you have to take 75 hours and pass the state exam. You know, um, the state exam is, I would say, it's pretty hard. <laughs> it's not easy at all either. That was definitely a hurdle, you know, um, a lot of studying, a lot of studying. But, you know, it, it's it's worth it to, you know, to you, you know, you have to do what you have to do to, to get where you need to be. So don't let the test hold you back either, you know. And what do the 75 hours, you know, consist of? Do you have to be in um, in person? Can you do it online? Are there any mini quizzes or tests in between the final test? Um, every school is actually different. Every real estate school is very different. Um, so it depends mm -hmm. which one you go to. Online is now like a thing, of course, through COVID. But when I took it, it was in person. Um it wasn't allowing that to be online, but you know, there's a lot of different schools you can choose from everywhere, every county. Then there's testing centers in every county. Um, there's a there's a few stations, I would say. So you always have options, no matter where you are. And how long is the real estate test? The duration. I believe you have up to like. I think you have up to four hours to take like the whole test, but I believe most people finish it within like two. It's not, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's like a long as in there's so many questions, like how the SAT uses, but um, it's just more sort of detail, you know, detail oriented questions. So to, it could take a long time depending on how you, how you are as a person. All right. So I go to your website and I decide I want to buy a home. Now, is there a consultation process that I need to do? So walk us through, you know, me wanting to hire you as my real estate agent. What's that process looking like? Um, you There's always going to be a consultation because I need to know what you want, what you're looking for. I need to know, you know, how deep in the process you are. Um, most people end up who don't do the research, I'll say. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I can afford a home that's like this, that's like that, you know, like this price. And like, you know, they could say that, but do you have a pre-approval? Because if you don't have a pre-approval, then your numbers don't matter in the sense because, you know, it's what you could get from the bank or the lender, you know. And if they don't pre-approve you for the numbers you were thinking, you know, then you got to work on it, you know? <laughs> so um, there's always going to be a consultation. I always let people know, like, hey, you have to prepare financially, not only for the cost of the home, but, you know, people don't consider the closing costs. They don't consider um, if they go through a lawyer. New Jersey, you don't have to use a lawyer, but we usually recommend that you get a lawyer, you know? Um unless you're going to read the contract and understand it all yourself. So we always try to let you know as much as what the final cost could end up to be like based off of what you get pre-approved for. Um, we do have a team of people that you could get assistance from. We do have lawyers. We have uh, 
We have mortgage lenders. We have people who do appraisals. We do. We have people of um, home improvement. We do have a lot of people that can help you as well, um, directly from us. But also at the same time, um, we want you to know the, the realities. Because um, I like to be very honest with my clients. You know, um, we don't want you to just buy a home just to buy a home. Like you, you want to make sure that it passes appraisals. You know, and you want to make sure that um, if there's an above ground oil tank, that everything is you know fine for your home or your property that you're getting. So um, usually the consultations, um, I, I give everybody the ebook with my clients. So that they know what they're going to go into. Um, after that, I, I walk them through the process of getting pre-approved with one of our lenders if they don't already have one. And then from there, I can show you homes, you know. Um, we, we have to figure out everything that what you like, what you need, if you need to travel, um, do transportation, like a train or a bus, or if you're going to be driving. Um, are you working from home? Do you need space to store things for working from home? You know, all those little things, um, we figured that out before your showings, before you just look at homes, just to look at homes. We want to make sure that we find the home that you want and that you deserve, you know? So from there, you know, you, you go through um, the appraisal and the inspections, you know, make sure everything's okay, close on the home, and then the home is yours. So let's um, let's go back a little bit for people that are listening that want to buy a home or maybe thinking of um, buying their first home. You spoke on closing costs and ensuring that you have that amount. So let us know, is closing costs a part of what we need for a down payment or is closing costs something that is considered a part of the mortgage well that could vary then depending on your loan so um if you have a loan and let's say you're not getting a home buyer um grant then that might be a separate cost but if you're getting one of the grants you know depending on the type of loan you're going for then that might be included and covered for you so that's why the consultations are very much needed so that if you can plan for your financial situation, you know, then we could find something suitable, you know? Right. So what is the average closing cost on a home? Um, it could vary depending on the area of the taxes, I would say. Um, I would say around 10000 depending on the area. And the type of home, especially too. Yeah, so it would be what between two to five to seven percent of, I guess, the mortgage. Yes. Okay. So, do you believe, you know, since you are a serial entrepreneur, do you believe there is some sort of pattern or formula for becoming a successful entrepreneur? Um, I would say always, always scheduling or schedule blocking. Um, I feel like every single day, I, do, I definitely have to write everything down that I think I need to do the next day or something like that and then plan my hours accordingly, you know, so that my, my time is like spent and productive as much as possible. Um, 
I, I definitely struggled with it in the beginning, but now, especially with real estate, like you're on the clock, you know, usually <laughs> like, you know, every, every call, every, everything you do, you know, you want to make sure you're spending enough and the right amount of time on it. Mm-hmm. So you said that with real estate, you're on, you're on the clock. So do you have clients calling you like, Oh, I just saw this house on Zulu. Can we go and check it out? Is it in my range? Are they calling you like nine, 10 o'clock at night, letting you know they just saw a home? Or, um, yes, absolutely. When you're a realtor, you're really working 24 seven. So, um, people do have to do that, especially because right now the market is hot in real estate. So like, if you're going to go for a home, you have to go for the home. You can't be like, oh, I don't know. And then like, wait three weeks, the house is gone. Like, <laughs> like the, the market during COVID, people thought it was going to slow down, but actually, no, it's actually picked up mm-hmm. and there's extremely low inventory. So like people are, um, people who realize that and really understand that, they're on alert. If they see a new house is listed, they're going to message me and, or call me as soon as possible because if I wait a day or two, it's gone. Like, you know, so being a realtor really is something that's 24 mm-hmm. seven. So people don't really, you know, they don't really know, but you know, that we're, we're relationship people, you know, we're trying to help you the best way that we can. So, um, we're, we're, well, the people that are very serious, you know, about what they're doing for real estate, they know how much it could really help you and mm-hmm. this could really change your life. Right. I would I would assume that even though the market is hot, houses are a little bit more affordable or am I or am I wrong um, to say that? They're not a f- more affordable. The the market right now is like the inventory for homes are is low. So, the balls in the sellers part so, you know, that means that they could have the pricing a little bit higher because of bidding wars. You know what I mean? So um, right now, since there's a lot of bidding wars, whatever the asking price is, like people probably should think about if they can bid over the price if they really want the home. But that's why, you know, with your client, when you're a realtor, you you know, you have to make sure that they're aware of the the situation right now with COVID, you know? Um, even for showings, like for showings, we're required to wear masks, gloves, booties, you know, like everything for showing. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just the climate of everything that we're in right now, you know? Wow. I would think the prices would just be a little bit slashed because not, I mean, people are, people are actually worried about their mortgages now. So to, have prices high during this time actually it's it's astonishing to me but you're saying that it's actually the yeah opposite. because you know what like for example um a majority of my clients have been from new york you know everyone is leaving new york right mm. now like <laughs> there's yeah, so many idea. people leaving new york and um you know of course they're happy because they know you know new york pricing is very much different than New Jersey's pricing, of course, and the space you get in comparison, but um, they, they don't, you know, they don't realize like 
they're competing with not only other first-time home buyers because you know maybe some people had apartments or co-ops or whatever you know in New York but then there's also people that are investors Mm -hmm. from New York and they're investing in New Jersey too there's people from all over the United States investing into New Jersey as well because they know it's right outside of New York so everyone you're, you're really competing out here you know so I don't have to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not not because not because I mean I do want a home, but that's not that's not it. I need them to stop doing that so our taxes can drop. <laughs> <'Cause our> state, <laughs> taxes are so high when you own a home, and if we're still living in a state that everybody wants to invest in and everybody wants to come move on move on here and there, our taxes are just going to keep increasing. No, y'all need to stay in New York. You know, I know it's bad for your business, but <laughs> right. I mean, but the, I I can't even you know I I can understand though because they know they're going to make money here and they see it. You know, so that's why all these towns and cities are changing, which is. You know, in, in certain ways it's positive, certain ways it's bad. But you know, it's it's like you know, it, everything's not going to stay the same as we know it once COVID is over with. You know, so I know this is going to change um, a lot of things for the future, especially because you know a lot of people don't have the COVID protection, of course, now. So, you know, what what are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, there's another um, shutdown coming and all these people buying homes. I hope the second shutdown doesn't, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> doesn't make yeah, them homeless. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, they got to they gotta do something. You know, that's why I'm like with the, my, my magazine business, I, I enjoy and embrace like bringing together community because like this is definitely one of those times, especially where, um people got to understand a little bit more about having a helping hand because like the, these things are beyond a lot of uh, individuals controls, you know? So like um, everything that's going on is through a system that's, you know, not created by us. So, you know, they're just a a part, they're just Mm -hmm. getting hit by it too. You know, they, they didn't mean to, of course, you know, but it's, what can you do? You know, this is what they're taught. So Yes, you speaking on what people are taught, you know, people that are in the medical profession or psychology profession, like I am, we see a huge shift in cognitive dissonance. So you're going to have all these people that are going to believe in one thing. The government wants you to believe that wearing this mask, doing this and everything like that is supposed to help you. Now, I'm not saying COVID isn't real. I'm just trying to touch this on a mental Mm -hmm. perspective. So cognitive dissonance is when your beliefs get shifted so fast that it actually puts you in a mental breakdown. So you have these, you have these people, you know, 90, 95% of these people believe, okay, we're going to wear the mask. We're going to do this. This is what's going to protect us. Right. The mass CDC, everyone said, this is what's going to protect us, protect us. And then now out of nowhere, here's this vaccine. No, but you just said I could just stay six feet apart from people. You said I could just wash my hands. You said I could use hand sanitizer. You said I can just wear this mask. Now you're saying that's just not enough at all. I have to now 
um, get a shot and I don't even believe in shots. No, no, no. See, but people don't, people don't want to talk about that. People don't want to talk about, and they don't want to understand how when this shot becomes mandated, that's why I'm not taking it, but when it becomes mandated on us, it is going to put us in such a mental turmoil that we are going to need community. We're going to need to stick together. We're going to need to band together because if we don't, you can think of the Great Depression and it's going to yeah. be 10 times worse. Yeah. It's just so sad. But what is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? Um, I really love bringing people together, truthfully. That's definitely my, I mean, like entrepreneur, entrepreneur wise, like bringing people together, whether it's like my creative aspects or even for real estate, you know what I mean? Like both, even though one is like music mm-hmm. industry and one is like, you know, got dress nice and have heels on or something, you know, like. I'm helping connect good people with good intentions. And like, that's something that I value so much in both parts of my businesses. Um, I would definitely say that and just being creative, the ability of just building my own, like, and I could visualize it to be whatever I visualize it to be because my vision is my vision. Like you can't really tell me my vision. What I wanted to do is wrong. Because my idea and my, my right. vision is entirely my own. You could maybe vision my brand being differently than my vision, and that's okay, but my vision is still my vision. You know what I mean? Only I can interpret that. Mm-hmm. Right. So you speak on, you know, one business, you get to be really relaxed and chilled. So if you guys really don't know her, you know, um, you'll see this poster. She's like in a jumpsuit or whatever, you know, dress. She's very relaxed and very chill. But her first, first poster last year, she was in this black dress, with her straight hair and heels. And now she's in a business, real estate, where she has to wear heels and all that. And I know that's a shift from, you know, you and your personality. How have you shifted um, to that? Well, luckily, since it's getting colder, I've been able to wear, like, boots. <laughs> so I've been pretty um, pretty fortunate in that sense because I'm definitely not, the like, the heels person. I'll wear flats, like. <laughs> but I'm already short, so it's, like, I'd rather just uh, – that's who I am. I, I'm not going to sit there and wear heels. I know, in reality, I'm not this height. It's not comfortable for me. It's not my <laughs> – Right. And you can't really do your job, right? You can't really be that connective type of person that your client needs if you're not really, yeah, you really are with them. That's, that's the thing. And I, I like, I prefer that over everything, like being comfortable. So like, for me, I just feel like, um, for real estate, it's not a hard switch because in my businesses, both of them, I feel like my main purpose is to help people. So so being myself allows mm-hmm. me, or being comfortable in what I wear, um, I guess also allows me to at least exert that loving energy from internally so that they understand that I'm here to help, like, ask questions, like, you know, like, talk to me, like, you know what I mean? Don't be afraid 
So if I was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't be able to to give out that kind of energy in my businesses, truthfully. Um, I, it's definitely a big part. Okay. So being that the entertainment business and the real estate business, even though, yes, it's uh, both of them are businesses that are based on customer relations, um, do you find yourself having to code switch? I know with me and my different businesses, especially my regular nine to five as a cognitive behavioral therapist, I have to code switch a lot. So do you find yourself needing to do that between your magazine and being a real estate agent? Um, I guess it kind of depends on the client. I mean, it's, I guess that's not, I feel like if it's something that I have to do, it's something that probably comes naturally because like, I'm originally from uh, an area that had like predominantly white people, you know, so like um, I knew how to speak to them and I knew how to speak to my homegirl, but then I know how to speak to somebody's grandfather, you know what I mean? Like, because I might have to deal with like somebody who's older and who's a vet mm-hmm. in real estate, you know, so like um, it, it just comes naturally at this point. Also at the same time, because I guess I kind of exert a certain type of energy anyway. I, I put people in a place where we're, if we have a conversation that they at least feel comfortable, they don't feel as if I'm, uh, I guess, I don't know, trying to speak to them in a certain type of tone or way, you know? Yeah, trying to belittle I, I don't, them. I don't really ever try to make that uh, an energy to have. So I, I know my clients really wouldn't feel that for me. All right. I know that you are a busy lady. So I want to thank you so, so very much for coming on, carving a little bit of your time to speak to me and update us on what you've been doing. So before you leave, you know, I have one question I ask all of my um, guests. And I'll keep asking, even though you probably have come back on here another time. So before you let everybody know where they can, um, you know, just reach up, reach out to you, where they can probably be a business partner with you or maybe even a client, I want you to let our listeners know what success means to you. Um, success is achieving. <laughs> no, actually, let me take that back. <laughs> let me take that back. <laughs> I actually want to change it now. Success is being better than the person you were yesterday. And is even if, if even if it's you achieving one little thing that you never thought you would do, that's a part of your success, no matter how small it is. That's good. Remember the story, the tortoise and the hare. So slow and steady wins the race all the time. So why don't you tell everyone where they can connect with you and how they can connect with you? Yeah, um, you can follow me. I'm Jersey Queen 201 on all platforms. Um, if you want to follow me in my music industry and entertainment side, that would be We Are Jersey, ENT.com. You can find all of our social media for that there. And for real estate, I'm at www.apinoproperties.com. 
as always be not free <laughs> but as always thank you so 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 much and i wish you a thank very you. blessed you as well. day thank you, you. have a good one <laughs>